The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Music time with D. Reddy and John Cadell. So let's start by playing a little bit of Taylor Swift, but also play us gone play because there's a little bit of controversy about not the musical again, say, say, it again. One more time. say it again. What's that? What's the Taylor name of the song? What's the name of the song? Shake it up. No, the other song. Play us gone play. And what are the haters going to do? What? <laughs> what are you all about? Go on. Carry on. Never mind. Anyway, it's the lyrics. What are you all about? Here, listen to the lyrics. Oh, she's in trouble there, isn't she? I don't know that she is, Matt. Like, her her solicitors actually came forward and, like, showed a, a picture of her wearing on stage a T-shirt saying, haters gonna hate, um, back before, like, b- during a 2013 performance uh, where she had worn it. And, like, they've made the point, which I have to say I agree with, that you can't just be monopolising a term that's fairly well used or well known in popular culture and... Sorry about you, lads. Like, players going to play, haters going to hate was in existence before ba- that. Back in the 80s, there was three songs in the <clears> charts <throat> at more or less the same time, all called The Power of Love. Now, you didn't see Frankie going to Hollywood having a go at <laughs> Huey Lewis in the News or Jennifer Rush about taking the name of their song. Like, it's a phrase. It's a phrase. Like, players going to play, haters going to hate is a widely used phrase. And just because... John uses it all the time. As does Matt, as you just heard. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you cannot, you, you cannot, it, it's like, you know, it's like saying that you can copyright the words, them's the breaks. You just can't. Although that would make sense for you. Yeah, yeah. But, but you can't. So it's nonsense. It's one of two nonsense stories uh, we'll be focusing <laughs> on today. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's basically people trying to earn a few bob, in my opinion, uh, by chance in their arm. You What's the other nonsense stories? So uh, the one about, get straight to it. The one about Drake. Uh, what has he done? Apparently, he's beaten the Beatles' record of uh, five tracks in the Billboard Top 100 at one time. Like, not comparing like with like. Back when when the Beatles did it, you had to actually sell records. You had to have people. No, you have to have downloads. Listen, leave their house and go and spend their money on records, as opposed to getting the charts now which are mainly based on streaming where you've got these casual streams of Drake songs they appear in a playlist uh, and equating that with actual units of records sold I'd take more on with the fact years that ago one of them he's only gotten by way of being a, a guest on somebody else's track Most top five singles on the Billboard Hot 100 chart is apparently the record he's broken but it's Well it's not the John Cadell chart that's well, for it's, sure It's just apples and oranges like it's you know it's, it's, it's completely different than it was 60 years ago and I don't think you can compare the two at all You're so. nostalgic for the way things were No I'm then, not I'm just it? saying compare like with like if, if you know if it was a case of you know Drake released his, his singles on CD or on vinyl and people went out and bought them and he did the most top five singles in the top 100. And I know technology, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, hold on. It still means that... Yeah. The, the, it doesn't things, mean that these... It has are, to be streamed or has to be downloaded, like that, which oh. means it's been listened to by the current music audience. But they're not, you, active, yeah, but it's not active listening. It is, it is. A lot of it isn't. But what you're describing, John, 
would mean that no one could ever, and I know you would love this, but no one could ever hope to beat a Heritage Act because the the actual physical sales of music have gone down over time. Well, if you're talking about breaking records, I've seen if somebody runs 100 metres and the person who breaks the record also runs 100 metres, you know, in, in a quicker time, they've broken the record because you're comparing like with like. But you cannot compare the, uh, the Beatles and the massive sales of their singles in the 60s that people went out of their houses and bought to... Uh, people like an, John. Yeah, to an, an artist who is benefiting from a lot of casual streams being on the big playlists. That's that's what I'm saying. So you actually now have to physically make an effort to go to a shop. What about people who had somebody else buy the singles or albums for them and bring them home it's, to them? Do they not count because they were delivered to their house for them? It, the fact is that money went into a till and you could actually quantify the number of actual active sales, whereas now the charts I are based know, on John. streaming. And a lot of the the, the streaming is passive as, as we know so I'm just saying fair play to Drake he's a great artist but I don't believe I for one don't believe that well, he is let's hear a little bit of Drake <laughs> try me a hundred times wanted me to lie wanted me to cry wanted me to die DJ Khaled I, 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 I'm staying alive I'm staying alive I'm staying alive I'm staying alive I see you love she been over once it's not like I know no for months this life would allow me to take what I want it's not like I know what I want it's not like I know what I need I get some time but there's no guarantees When I was broke she was being a tease Four pockets full now she down on her knees Whoa, 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 whoa Baby gon' hit it and send it to me John, are you telling me you don't count that as high art alongside Hey Jude? It's a, gra- it's a grand song but I'm just saying he hasn't as far as I'm concerned I don't think he's he has broken the record. It's not an equivalent. <laughs> well, well I, says, who the hell is Drake? <laughs> uh, I would more take issue with the fact that he's not the lead artist on all five, whereas the Beatles were. Yeah, exactly. He didn't have the there Be- you go. That the, would have been the, a much easier argument for you to make. You didn't have David Guetta feet the Beatles, did you? So, no. Yeah. Although, oh, banger, I'm sure. We have listeners saying, I agree with John with this. Another one, I agree with John 100%. Thanks. This is a first. <laughs> this is definitely a first. Okay, I was a bit confused this week by hearing ads for Polonatini playing June. I mean, hang on, we've gone past June. Tickets going on sale already for June next year. Yeah, well, look, sure, we've been talking about it all summer. The The schedule for gigs for this year has been chock-a-block, to say the least. So it's hardly surprising that artists are now looking ahead to the following year. But yeah, he's announced Musgrave Park for June 2023. Um, so he will be playing there... On Wednesday the 14th, Malahide Castle on Friday, June 16th and Balsonic Festival in Belfast on Saturday, June 17th. That's next year. bit from the latest album, Last Night and the Bittersweet. This is Radio. You put your faith in something beautiful Sell your reflection to the travelling show We leave ourselves a lot to answer for I've left myself and now I want to go home And up there in the treehouse Pigs and politicians go bumping the night It'll take more than a superman To make us think that everything's alright There's nothing on the radio They're all talking like they're falling in love There's nothing on the radio I'm singing I, 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 I want 
the other thing as well, Matt, when you look at it, I'd say COVID has made people a lot more used to the idea of just waiting that long for a gig because some people will have waited two, three years to go to stuff that they're only going to in the next couple of weeks. Fair point. In fact, on tomorrow night, band that I saw, God, it must be six, seven years ago, and they were brilliant. Wish I organised myself. Gorilla's playing tomorrow night. Yeah, they're in the three arena tomorrow um, and we're choosing it as the last word gig of the week, I think, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're the most successful animated band in history. <laughs> but now, if that's based on streaming, I don't know because the Archies used to have to have their album, their singles bought in a shop. Weren't no, anyway. the Beatles animated at one point uh, though? So muddying the pitch. Right. But yeah. The most successful animated band of all time. Um, <laughs> but at the heart of it is just brilliant, brilliant songwriting. Yeah. Let's hear a little bit of On Melancholy Hill. Gorilla is playing tomorrow night. Mike, we're getting a great response from listeners tonight who are shocked themselves. I'm with John and this Drake thing, first time ever. Another one, John's absolutely right. There's a big difference between deliberately going out to buy a record you love and barely listening to a playlist on your smart speaker. I've never knowingly listened to a Drake song, says that listener. No, you just can't handle people who are agreeing with me for once. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, I want to ask you about uh, the Garth Brooks concerts, they're only a month away now, aren't they? Yeah. If you haven't got a hotel room in Dublin, though, what are you going to have to pay to secure Ooh. accommodation? It's serious. So Hot Press have done a deep dive into this um, and they've looked at the, how hotel prices have just gone sky high um, with, you know, all the people coming from around the country to go see it. And then there's obviously other things uh, like, I mean, prices were already high as as it were. But like one woman on Cork uh, said she was on TripAdvisor looking for a place to stay eight months before. Um, and she was quoted 800 quid for a couple of nights. Um, and then nights. You're lucky because I'm hearing of hotels yeah. not far from here, which are currently, even before Garbrook's charging, 800 euro for a room for a night. For a night. And then there's like, you know, other kind of workarounds that people might have had of staying kind of on the outskirts of Dublin. And uh, coming in and out to the gig. I mean, with the taxi situation in Dublin at the moment, that's not really feasible. One, Sorry, that's a very good point because people who would think of that yeah. and then suddenly they find themselves stranded, can't get, maybe not fearful of using public transport after all the stories we're hearing of assaults and the rest of it. And then they find they yeah. just can't get taxis. And then there's like, some people have gotten really creative on this though, Matt. There's one group who've actually booked to go to Belfast. And they're going to get the the air coach 
up and back to see it. But that's, I mean, that's mad. But the, my favourite have to be the six to 800 people who months and months and months ago booked the Kamak Valley Tourist Caravan and Camping Park in Clondalkin. And they've booked it out. They're paying 26 euro for a tent pitch or 42 for a service pitch. And they've buses ferrying them to and from the stadium. Oh, that's genius. they have genius. the buses, they have that sorted out, which is a reasonably good idea. Airbnb, of course, is another way of doing things. Yeah, but again, expensive. Airbnb mm. is one of the reasons why the house shortage in Well, in I was going to say, I don't know if I'd be in, in, encouraging people to do that in no. Dublin. I mean, the thing, like, yeah, the hotels had a horrific couple of years with COVID and um, you would imagine that now they're, they're back to fulfilling their earning potential. Um, also, there's a shortage of hotel rooms because a lot of hotels are rightfully putting mm. up uh, Ukrainian refugees as well. So that's adding to the pressure. Another listener says, on the day we booked tickets, my friend booked a room in a hotel for €200. Euro, so I called the same hotel an hour later and was quoted €600 euro for a same size wow. room. So they're making hay while the sun shines, mm. but you'd, you'd wonder, you know, that the... You know, does does Dublin want to continue to be seen as a as a county that is just pricing people out of visiting the capital? You know, there's four hundred thousand people coming to Croke Park to have a great time over five nights, and you you would just imagine what's around the concert will be just. Well, horrible if, for some if of them. people can't afford to live here and people can't afford to visit here, you'd have to question who the city's even for. Well, I think that's been questioned a lot. Yeah. Okay, this one says there'll be no late night newses or dart for the Garth Brooks gigs. Can't expect 100,000 taxis to be on standby. What's your pick of the week, please, Dee? My pick of the week this week, Matt, is a compilation record um, from Irish DJ producers Glenn Brady and Arvine Juthin. It's called Strength in Numbers. So they've been collaborating with a lot of people um, through these nights that they've done for a number of years. And they're spotlighting a different single from it every week over the next couple of weeks. And this one, this week, is really, really nice. It's by Kazaban and it's called You Blow My Mind. Studio, they've been seeing three heads bobbling around the place. <laughs> and Jethro's. Electro squelch. It's a new genre. <laughs> but it's, I mean, you were dancing along. Yeah, it's good. I yeah. like, that. I like that a lot. And uh, your pick of the week, John, because we're going to play one of my favourite tracks by Madonna. Yeah, we are. Madonna is 63 years of age today and uh, partly to mark the occasion, I would imagine, a new greatest hits is coming out called Finally Enough Love, 50 number ones. Obviously, it's career spanning. Um, 
it's the first best of from Madonna, I think, since Greatest Hits Volume 2 or maybe Celebration from 10 or so years back. Of course, it's front loaded with all the massive hits from the 80s and, and 90s when she was really was At her, her best. Her imperial mm. phase, yeah. But yeah, we, we played a version of this, you remember, a couple of weeks ago by Manic Street Preachers. Yes. But as far as I'm concerned, any excuse to get this song on the radio would do nicely. So it's we're going to. It's a great, great we're song. Gonna, it's her best song, I think. We're going to yes. play a little clip of Borderline. Chord changes, melody, yeah, lyrics, brilliant. brilliant. And I would imagine that young Harry Styles was listening intently when he was writing the new single, <laughs> Feelings, to the, certainly to the keyboard stabs. Oh, we see similarities everywhere. Thank you very much, John Cadell and D-Ready. Listeners, has just back from seeing Coldplay in Wembley over the weekend. Absolute nightmare trying to get a hotel. Most prices, 500 to £750 sterling range for two nights. Eventually got a guest host for 200 quid. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-